come on. Yeah, come on. It's like that. It's like that. Hello and welcome to my young, loyal listeners of Teen Bible Study Talk in 10 Minutes. So what do you know? Word on the go. This podcast is brought to you by and produced by Real Time with the Bennett's, where real talk happens all the time. I'm your host, Minister Bennett, of today's episode, and my co-host is the lovely Sister Bennett. Well, hello, my loyal listeners. Yes, it's me, the lovely Sister Bennett. And today we are coming to you from a different perspective, an exclusive interview in the Conversation Corner. In keeping with our title, The Joy Arising From Our Hope, we thought that today we would give you an inside peek into one of Minister Bennett's testimonies. Welcome, Minister Bennett. Now, in 2005, you had a traumatic experience that we endured as a family. Share with us what happened. In 2005, I was in a terrible motorcycle accident on my way to work. Uh, As a result of that accident, I lost my leg on the scene and I was airlifted by helicopter to the hospital to save my life. One of the things that happened at the scene, there was a, a Christian or a man of God that happened to be going that way to work. And he saw this and he said, God spoke to him. And he immediately rushed over to me and he did something miraculous that actually saved my life. He placed a tourniquet on what was left on my leg that preserved the blood from leaking out and, and me dying. Wow. I can I know that that was a lot to deal with just being there to experience that. Thank God I was at work. However, getting that call wasn't a great thing either. Okay, now tell us, during your recovery, what obstacles prevented you from thinking like Christ? Well, I don't think many things stopped me from thinking like Christ, but one of the things that maybe got in the way at times was myself. I would get frustrated. I would, because I'm a very, very determined person. I live my life as one that says nothing can defeat me because we are stronger or we are better than everything else that is around us. Mm-hmm. So it was my attitude and, and my sheer determination that would frustrate me at times because I couldn't do the things that I, I thought I could do. And also what it was, was it was just a matter of just wondering when I could be myself again that truly frustrated me. Oh, yeah. I remember some of those days. But thank you so much for being transparent with us. Did you experience joy during this time of suffering? Yeah, I just, I, I, I endured. Well, not endured. I had a lot of joy while going through this situation. Uh, what it allowed me to do, it allowed me to focus my mind, my body on my soul each day on Christ. Because during this accident, I was I was laid up for six months before I can get out the house again. So it allowed me really to focus on what was most important, which was Christ. Mm-hmm. The fact that I was, you know, one of the other things that gave me joy was the fact that I was given hope. I can remember something my physical therapist shared with me, and this is what she said. It was very powerful and it stuck with me even to this day. What she said was this, I can do everything I did before my accident. I would just have to do it a little differently. Mm. She basically quoted Philippians 4.13, I can do all things in Christ. And knowing that I can do all things in Christ, that brought me very, very much joy. Amen. That's good. That's good. I can only thank God and give him glory for keeping you doing all of this. But uh, he definitely gave you an awesome helpmate. (laughs) So continuing on, (laughs) what aspects of your spiritual life have been refined through your suffering? Uh, Refined. That means that it had some rough edges and it Mm -hmm. had to be fixed. And, you know, being in an accident like I was uh, gave me time to reflect on life as a whole. Because in the business of life, we can forget about those things that are important. 
And one of those things that are important in the life of a Christian, and I'm talking to my young people, even our adult listeners, mm-hmm. the, the most important thing I think in the life of a Christian is their prayer life. And during those times when I was in solitude and I was by myself and I was frustrated, I looked to the Lord through my prayer life. I prayed a lot. Mm-hmm. I developed a prayer language that I, I didn't know really existed inside of me until this accident happened. I thought I had a real prayer life, but this accident caused it to grow. Mm-hmm. Also, my devotion to Christ and God actually was able to grow and expand because, again, in the business, busyness of life, we think we are serving God according to his words and precepts, but in reality, we are serving God on our terms. But God having me in a place where I couldn't go anywhere and all I could do was just focus on him, allow me to devote or redevote myself back to God in Christ. And also what it did for me, it allowed me to to push my ability to trust in God with my life. Because you know what? Without God, without Christ, I don't think I could have gotten through that situation. It was only by the grace of God. It was only by the love of Christ. And it was only by the Holy Spirit that led and guided me each and every day of that traumatic situation and during that suffering that I was able to make it through. Amen. Amen. That is good. It's almost like um, the time that we're in now with this pandemic, huh? Where you're stuck in the house and, you know, can't do anything or go anywhere. Why not get back in your word and get into your relationship with Christ like it needs to be? If only that was true. (laughs) What does that mean? Oh, you, you know what these young people out here doing? They're playing Xbox, PlayStation, listening to music, making TikToks and Instagrams and everything but in their word. But uh, this is a public service announcement. Get in your word. Don't spend all that time playing. Amen. Amen. Well, your testimony is truly a blessing. We are honored to um, hear it and to be a part of it. So as we close, what nuggets can you give to the listeners on how they can bring glory to God through their suffering? Wow, that that is a very, very great question and one that I can't wait to answer. Uh, One of the things that I I think we can do while suffering and going through our many situations is this. Live your life of hope in Christ when it appears there's no way out. What does that mean? When you can't see a way out, when you can't see a way up, when you can't see a breakthrough on the horizon, put your hope in Christ. Because Christ did it all for us. If Christ promised us these many things, then Christ will also deliver on the many things that he promised us. So I'm just going to say it was my hope in Christ, knowing that Christ could do all things for me. And through Christ, I could be all things. Another thing I think we can do in this in, 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 in a time of suffering is this to be a living testimony by sharing the many triumphs that you have to overcome in your life while suffering. Amen. What does that mean? It's simply this. Being willing to speak about the things that you're going through. Being willing to share with other people. Yes. Being willing to be transparent. Being willing to just be a vessel to be used by God. Mm -hmm. And this is really touching to me because when I was in the hospital and I was in therapy, laid up with nowhere to go, one of the many things the people in the hospital, the nurses, the doctors, the one thing they always complimented me on was my attitude, my attitude toward life, my attitude toward my new life, the life that has now been changed and what I would do with that life. And because of that, they asked me something very, very powerful. So I I practice what I preach. They asked me when I was leaving the hospital, they contacted me and said, hey, Tommy, you had such a positive attitude while you were here and going through therapy. You had a wonderful attitude knowing that you would never be 
or never walk the way you used to walk. You wouldn't be able to run. You wouldn't be able to climb. You would, you would not be the guy that you were before, but your attitude was always positive. So one of the things they asked me to do and how I give God glory through my testimony, they asked me, they asked me of all people mm-hmm. to come back and speak to other people that have lost limbs, that had lost hope in life, mm. knowing that I can share word, share how I got through, that I would give them hope, not hope in me, that I would give them the hope in Christ that I had through Amen. my testimony so that they were so also overcome and triumph in their suffering. That's good stuff. And finally, the last thing I think they can do is allow God the space and time in your suffering to do something great for someone else that they may also have this same hope in Christ, I mm. think is what they can do. Excellent. That is great. Thank you so much for your time. I thank you for giving me the opportunity to share. And you know what? I think the lovely sister Bennett did an excellent job, and I think she should host the show going forward. Nope. What do you say out there, my loyal Not listeners? Not happening. <laughs> and to that end, we'll see you next time. As always, please don't forget to subscribe and share so that you and your friends will get all future notifications when new and exciting episodes are uploaded and posted. Until next time, stay safe and live a life holy and acceptable to God. After all, it's your reasonable service. With a special thank you to LJ Productions for post-production's editing techniques that's used for this podcast. This podcast was sponsored in part by the Body of Christ Church in Waldorf, Maryland, Pastor Kenneth E. Stewart, its Christian Education Ministry, in association with Real Time with the Bennetts. Or Real Talk What? You got it. Happens all the time. Yeah, it's like that.